Oh no, or is it GIF? It's GIF, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Episode 31 of WTF Anime, the show that has no secret two-parters. Joining me as ever is Travis! Oh, and I'm Joe, and I didn't mention that because I'm bad at things. Oh, you're the worst, but hi, guys! Ha-ha! <laughs> I, I'm really, really bad at podcasting. We've established this over 31 episodes. <laughs> but... There's somebody that's not so shabby at it that's with us today, right? I mean, he's alright. He does a few. Yeah. So we have the host of Fifth Draw Wild, Hard Reboot, and many, many secret projects. Matt Hoadley is on the show. Only two secret projects right now, and mm. I aim for quantity over quality. Based on this analogy, so uh, I'm super <laughs> excited to be here tonight. Hey now, I mean, uh, Napoleon even said that quantity has a quality all of itself. It's, it's true. If I can just flood everyone's podcatcher with episodes every day of the week, I'll be fine. Sure, I mean, that's a life goal. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's important to look upwards. There we have it. There we have it. <laughs> we have Matt on the show, and Matt, what's your experience with anime apart from other people talking at you? Uh, I don't watch any of the animus, and I don't read any of their mangoes. Okay, good. You, you excellent. <laughs> you are you are experience level Travis. Uh, maybe not at this point, but when I began this episode or this uh, journey, that is our podcast. Uh, that that was certainly me. Uh, now I have a question. What are we watching today? Oh man! So as stated before, since I don't watch animus and I don't read the mangoes, shut up, Shannon. I'm saying it wrong on purpose. It's a good goof. We're uh, listen. I will drive it into the ground. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, we're gonna watch the one thing that's tangentially related to anime that I am super familiar with, and that. Is Dragon Ball Z abridged? <laughs> yeah. Specifically their eighth movie, Broly. Win Broly. Now, now, I have a, I have a new question that I'm going to start to ask all our guests. So you get to be the first one out on this. And I need to ask you, why did you pick this episode for us to watch? Um, okay. In fairness... I probably could have picked any of the movies, um, maybe not the first one, in order of the movies were released back in the 80s to 90s, whenever they were. Um, maybe not the first movie that they've abridged, but any of the others I probably could have picked. They're all fun. They're all a good encapsulation of Dragon Ball and the characters and what goes on there. 
Um, this one is, I think, the longest because it was originally released in two parts that they shoved together for the YouTube release. Um, and it's the newest. So you're getting, you're getting the freshest taste of this abridging crew, Team Four Star, doing these characters that they've done for, I think, nearly a decade now. So this is, this is these guys at their prime. Like, they have professional voice acting careers now. Some of them are professional editors, I think, now. It is, they have made a company out of doing this dumb little internet project, and this is the pinnacle of it thus far. Okay, and, you know, as we go through this episode, I'm going to name uh, characters from other voice acting things that, you know, when I hear that that character doing that voice, I'm like, oh man, this sounds like X, because I get a lot of that from this episode. Yeah, and they, they've been able to bring in people from the community and other professional voice actors now to do stuff on their dumb internet show. Which is fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah. They have nailed it. This is this is some good stuff. And besides from all those other like kind of behind the scenes, oh, this is just great. This is a really funny, funny <laughs> thirty minutes of your life that's out there on the internet. For sure. I mean, spoilers. I enjoyed the hell out of this way more than Dragon Ball Z as a, a thing because I watched Dragon Ball Z uh, growing up. It was on Toonami, so like I'm doing homework and Dragon Ball Z is playing in the background, kind of thing. And and this was a a movie when it first came out. Like before they got their hands on it, it was a movie. And they've pared down a feature length release to half an hour, which uh as we kinda all talked about earlier, that means they pulled out a bunch of filler space travel and a bunch of pointless yelling between people. Like not vocal not like words being yelled, just screams. Yeah, um, can, can we all just take a second to rag on Dragon Ball Z that it's almost entirely filler of travel and just yelling, powering up sequences? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there have been more than one full episodes where nothing happened and two spiky-haired dudes just screamed at each other for 30 minutes, <laughs> so... Look, you're, you're misremembering it for comedy purposes, but you're right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why I don't watch the animus. Can can we also talk about it? It's a, it's a little pr- prob- uh, problematic when they get into their ultimate form, they become Aryan. <laughs> I mean, uh they're literally blonde hair and their eyes turn blue. It's um it's a it's a problem. <laughs> it is. I <sighs> I mean, oh, buddy. Uh, oh. But but when they become gods, their hair goes blue. And when they get possessed by gods, their hair turns rosé? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm glad I didn't Listen. watch more of this shit, because, uh... <laughs> Apparently, down the line, transformations get real weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Dragon Ball Z stuff, like, I, I've watched, like, everything except GT, because it was made by a different studio, and, like, Super's animation is fucking awful. But I recently watched the Battle of the Gods movie, which has a character that is essentially everything I want to aspire to. <laughs> All he does is sleep, eat, and if you vaguely annoy him, he destroys your entire planet. Oh, so, man. 
Oh, Beerus. Beerus is the coolest. I am eagerly awaiting the day when they abridge Super so we can hear Beerus done by these guys. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be the best. Um, Yeah, listen. In in Z proper, power-ups eventually just become equated with hair length for whatever reason. And I'm pretty sure their final form, they all turn into hedgehogs. So uh, the Sonic fandom should have fun with that. Oh, yeah, they just roll around at the speed of sound. Original character, do not Places steal. to go. Gotta follow my way home. <laughs> uh, I could do that entire song. Uh, I, <laughs> well, well, good. I, eventually, we have to talk about what we right. watched. I mean, I, th- I think this <laughs> we've come to the the apex of uh, shitting on DBZ and or talking about Sonic Hedge, uh, Hedgehog of fandom. So, uh, that said... Shall we go into the episode, fellows? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) The movie begins with the South Galaxy being entirely destroyed, and the South Kai, who is basically the god of that galaxy, assuming it's his ex-girlfriend. I I think what you meant to say there was uh, whining like a little bitch. Uh, that's okay. that's entirely just accurate. A, just a yeah. bit. <laughs> uh, it, it's 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 important ish to to know that uh, up to this point we don't know about other Kai's or other galaxies in the world of Dragon Ball. <laughs> it it kind of is. Mm, I want to disagree. In the abridged series. In, okay, in the abridged series, there we go. That's they've only fine. they haven't they've just barely started fighting Cell in the main run right now. So that's true. <laughs> that makes sense if you know Dragon Ball. It gives you a good point. And if you don't know Dragon Ball, go watch the abridged series, Team Four Star on YouTube. Um, so yeah, they the the South Galaxy gets blown up. The South Kai bitches whines like a bitch. And goes to King Kai, or as he calls him, North Kai, that we've already met. Uh, and he's just like, okay, well, I got a guy for this. <laughs> he does say that it was probably Beerus, which I fucking loved. Travis, you were you were familiar with DBZ, so... Uh, Slightly. <laughs> you knew who he was going to call, didn't you? I kind of sort of did, because who are you going to call... Gohan. Goku. <laughs> yeah, Goku. Shit. <laughs> oh, man, I messed it up. I messed it up. <laughs> Listen, eventually they're going to call Gohan because he's the only one who can get shit done in this world, but... Yeah. So, Goku is now at a, I guess, interview for a college <laughs> yep. for Gohan... Because the only time that Chi Chi can get him in a suit is for weddings. Yeah, um, <laughs> Korin and Yajirobe, a male cat and a male fat samurai, are getting married. Yep, yep, <laughs> the best, <laughs> literally the best. Oh man! But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I mean, we know who's getting married, but we're not at the wedding scene yet. First, we're waiting in the line and hearing Goku bitch about a bunch of different things, really. I mean, th- there was a litany of things that he was kind of bitching about. 
and and most of it was just like having to be an actual functional member of society. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is just great. That's why I love Chi-Chi and the Abridged, because Goku is not the worst father. Mm. There are people that I put... Okay, no, that's true. Vegeta Vegeta exists in this world. No, no. Vegeta's a way better dad than Goku. But there are worse fathers in anime. <laughs> oh, in anime, yes. Oh, man. Uh, ch- check some of our uh, past um, past episode reviews. I mean... Oh, it- Gendo is a great dad. Don't even start that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I just love how... Because it's obviously played off in Dragon Ball, just like, oh, it's just Goku being silly, but because this is a comedy and a bridge, like, Chi-Chi actually gets to call him out on most of his bullshit. <laughs> Pretty cons- there's there's a great bit in uh, one of the earlier in one of the earlier movies where um, okay in the first movie Gohan gets captured by someone that you don't care about and you don't need to know he gets taken to this crazy looking palace off in a desert or something and he finds a tree that has apples that grow on it that make him have basically a psychedelic hallucination when he eats the apple. And then, like, a few movies later, Chi-Chi and Goku are super worried. Well, okay, Goku's not. Goku's just doing setups. Chi-Chi is worried about Gohan, and she goes and asks him, Gohan, are you doing drugs? And he just looks at her and goes, it was one apple, Mom. (laughs) Which is the bestest, like, callback. It's like, of course Gohan told his mom everything. Gohan hates his dad as much as Chi-Chi does. And just like... (laughs) yeah. Oh man, I didn't, I didn't get to experience any of that. So, <laughs> oh. we we've only got this. Well, no, it's fine. You'll just have to watch. Yeah, everything. apparently, I'm I'm going to have to because spoilers. This was the best. <laughs> I loved everything it's about this because it shit on everything, every BS thing that is Dragon Ball Z, the endless filler and the power ups and yelling and all that stuff. I mean, this just. Made you laugh over 30 minutes, and that's great, because that's none of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, no. So, getting back to the episode <laughs> we were watching. So, we're waiting in line to get to the interview with the college recruiter. And, you know, we, we've already established Gohan being a big man-child. So, from there, where are we cutting to? Uh because in my mind, because I, I reviewed it under a haze of pain, uh, spoilers for everybody else, uh, <laughs> I screwed up my knee real bad today, and <laughs> the show must go on. We jump from there to the wedding, where Krillin is doing a really bad version of Don't Stop Believing. Um, uh, the, is there any other version done by in karaoke style or, or, or just performance? If you're not Journey, just hang it up. Uh, come on now, just that's that's real. I'm sorry, I I have to be the one person as the guy who watches anime. It's karaoke. Okay, yes, empty orchestra. We get it, Joe. <laughs> but back it down, back it down. Only a little. So they're they're at this big celebration of this cat and fat samurai getting married, <laughs> and. 
from the heavens. Former's dad. Oh god. Oh, yes. former's dad. Yeah. Like I have to talk about former's dad. That's, that's one of my favorite. Former's dad is every rich American Republican. Yeah, he's like, I just came out here to see see what. The, yeah. the gay agenda. Yeah. I'm not impressed. <laughs> and then a spaceship falls and he's like, oh, immigrants as well. <laughs> that was my favorite joke of this entire movie. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty great. And of course, Vegeta's at this wedding because he is, he has been dragged kicking and screaming into being all these idiots' best friend. Like, he just like stands up and goes, do you guys know whose planet this is? And they all just like salute him. And he's like, <laughs> all right, cool. We're we're on the same page. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time in his life that something has gone well for him since his own planet got blown up. So. Yeah. <laughs> Normally he just gets either shit on or Goku has to save him. So right now he's batting a thousand. Yeah. I mean, this is his day. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, this episode. But we're also introduced to our uh, our villain, ish. <laughs> okay, the first one. <laughs> yeah, because there's always this guy. <laughs> there's always this guy, and this guy's got like <laughs> the special clothes, and he's got the scar over his eye, and he is projecting villain from a million miles away, and Vegeta doesn't fucking get it. It, it's it's totally true. It's totally true. Because he shows Vegeta the respect he deserves slash think he deserves. Uh, let's go with he thinks he deserves. Well, no, because Vegeta is a, a, a prince and B, like, he's the planet is named after him. That's, like, definitely the lore of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his dad was named Vegeta, the planet was named Vegeta, I... He's got all of the bona fides. I mean, how much up your own ass can you get? <laughs> it's um, pretty far at this point, you guys. Oh, we, he's just going to burrow deeper in there as we go. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so, this they say in, like, a prosim and says, like, you're our king, let's show you to our new world. And then uh, we cut back to the uh, interview at the college. Which seems to be going well. Oh, it's going super well. <laughs> yeah. The interviewers are asking Goku, like, oh, is there anything we need to know about you? <laughs> oh, well, I'm a Saiyan. Oh, so you're a minority. Well, that'll <laughs> help your son immensely. <laughs> oh, by the way, your son's like 12 and he's been homeschooled and you're applying to college. That seems unusual. Which has one of my favorite Chi-Chi lines is, I am a teacher first and a mother second. Beat. Also, also a, wife. a wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Look, a wife to this fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, okay, this is from the same group of characters that at one point Goku has referred to Chi-Chi as the beautiful woman who lives in his house and cooks his food. So... So, in the middle of this interview, um, God calls and interrupts Goku. Yeah, King Kai g gives uh, Goku the the old uh, telepathy, hey buddy, how you doing? Got a thing I need you to do. 
gives him the skinny on, oh, this entire galaxy got destroyed. We need to find out who did it. And of course, like, the, the interviewer is sitting across from them, and Chi-Chi's just has this look of like, oh, please no. Please don't screw this up. And Goku's just like, complete deadpan, just, uh, uh, Mr. Sang's like, hold up, talking to God. And he's like, huh? <laughs> it's fine, he's very religious. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. They're very, uh, very religious. <laughs> is, how, is that how they put it? Or did they mention Christianity? I... I feel like they mentioned uh, Chi-Chi says that she's that they're very very religious and that her mother was Jewish. Oh, uh, that's because true. she's yeah. just trying to leverage more minorities <laughs> yeah. to get her son into college. <laughs> and uh Goku just like decides that he's had enough of it and up and teleports away. <laughs> yep. Instant transmission just to, like hey, I'm in front of Kai now and <laughs> I love the interview is going is your husband a magician? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. If if that's what you need to explain this, yes. We that is what we are going with. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're and at. And she tries to roll it into a joke, and the interviewer's just like, Well, if he can send it in touch with God as you say he is, maybe he can work that miracle about yeah. getting Gohan in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that this shit ain't happening. <laughs> is basically the, the through line that we get through this conversation. Because, you know, Goku's there, so he's just managed to screw up everyday normal things. Because Goku is awful. He's the literal worst, <laughs> you guys. If it doesn't involve punching something really, really hard, don't go to Goku. Honestly, and that's DBZ in a nutshell. Uh, Goku, unless you can solve the problem with punching, ain't your guy for the problem. <laughs> and even if you can solve the problem through punching, Goku's probably not going to be there for 90% of it. Yep. Or it'll take 100 episodes for him to arrive. be in a place where he can actually do Yeah, it, he's going to travel and, and do push-ups and eat. That, that is what he and will do. And if it's do. not the first... If it's not the final boss yet, he's probably also going to get dropped in about 10 seconds once he does show up. Pretty mm -hmm. much, yeah. That's that's the Dragon Ball formula. Honestly, this abridged version makes real DBZ seem real bad. Because they got rid of all the stupid stuff that I hate in DBZ. Uh, for real. Because I have watched actual Dragon Ball Z. Because, again, growing up, I watched it uh, on Toonami. It was every day after school. This was a thing that I watched. And, man, uh, viewing it from a kid, I was like, yeah, things. Um, I look back at it, and it's like a lot of cartoons from my, my childhood. And I'm like, this is awful. Why did I love this? <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Like they they definitely take moments to uh, the the abridgers will definitely cut out a bunch of that filler crap, but they'll also take moments to just like poke fun at it. Where at one point in the show, in the proper in the main show, uh, Goku gets dropped and tossed into a healing pod, and he's just like, "Man, I hope this it doesn't become a habit." And it's like, "Oh, you jackass!" Oh yeah, I mean, it, they, they go a little meta on the jokes because. 
I'm guessing these guys were real big fans of DBZ at one point or another, and they realized still are. I'm sure they still are. Yeah, nobody does this much work with DBZ without being a fan. But like, man, they they did the proper thing as a fan and called out the thing that they love on the BS part of the thing that they love <laughs> because oh yeah, DBZ is pretty terrible. On, on filler. I mean, it's like 90% filler. This could have been like a five-episode arc. Um, most of DBZ can be like five episodes of actual things happening uh, And if you got rid of the filler. I, you're not wrong. They have condensed uh, nearly three seasons down to 60 episodes at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, it's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to go back with the problems with Dragon Ball Z, but we should talk about the episode. <laughs> yeah, so hopping back in, Goku obviously meets with King Kai and pieces out before Kai can tell him the rest of the information. But what he hears is, we need to investigate who destroyed the entire southern galaxy. So we have a hilarious skit of Goku instant transmissioning places uh the best one of which is showing up in front of cell who is just waiting for the rest of the tournament to happen and just going did you destroy the southern galaxy as a southern galaxy forget you heard that no <laughs> no <laughs> i love our little chats no anytime goku and cell are on screen in the show right now it's just Fucking electric. Like, they're openly flirting with each other in the main show right now while they're fighting. It's hilarious. Well, I think uh, I think Cell is flirting. Goku is just being Goku and not understanding literally anything. <laughs> uh, that's that's probably more likely. Can I, can I punch it? <laughs> while Goku is investigating in heavy air quotes... Thank you for saying heavy air quotes because doing it on screen is much less good radio. <laughs> it's listen, I've done a few episodes of these these kind of things. I know how to convey to the <laughs> listeners the magic of television. <laughs> Woo! Ears. Oh. Suck it, Jake. <laughs> so meanwhile, back in the ranch, uh our bad guy is convincing Vegeta and somehow the whole Dragon Ball gang to go to this new planet. Even though one of them was invited, one of them was turned into a princess somehow, and the rest were ignored by everyone. <laughs> oh, princess trunks. <laughs> that was such a good joke. Um, Vegeta, uh, I, I don't think we mentioned it, but Vegeta declares that from now on, they are to refer to Trunks as Princess Trunks. <laughs> Which is really great because uh, now now that like Tien isn't really involved in the main plot anymore, Trunks is the straight man. Like, future Trunks yeah. is the straight man. And he's just, like, so angry all the time that these fucking idiots control the fate of reality. And you can just, like, feel him just, like, beating his head against a wall, trying to get them to be serious. He feels a re like, he feels like the same character that is Scotty from, uh, 
uh, or maybe I'm getting the name wrong. Damn. Uh, Austin Powers, Dr. Evil's son. Was that Scotty? I can't even remember. It's been so long since I've watched it. Yeah, it's the character Seth Green played. Because uh, I can't remember the name of the actual character. Seth Green's character in the Austin Powers series. Where he goes, you're all idiots. This is so easy. Why are we not doing it this way? And everyone's like, no, I'll no, no. I'll take my gun and go shoot him. Yeah. No, I'm just going to take the gun and kill him. Let's just do that. And Nope, 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 nope. No, we need pomp and circumstance. <laughs> because of course of you do. Course yeah, you do. and that's exactly what's going on here. Because Trunks is just like, villain is clearly a bad guy. He has a bad guy army. What are you doing? <laughs> no, dog. He he showed up and brought me to a planet where, uh, fuck, there's not enough towers. Or towels or trowels. Because his brickwork is fucking shit. Because <laughs> he's committed to the bit, yeah. It's a good-ass bit. It is, it is. It's a fine bit. <laughs> and we, we get one of my favorite my favorite little side crews when they get to the planet is Trunks being the straight man and then Krillin and Gohan who are like Krillin's just bless his heart he tries he is the most well-intentioned idiot that's actually true of regular Dragon Ball Z too <laughs> well he's he's the strongest human ever so just saying and Gohan is probably the smartest person that we see in this entire show. That's yep. ever. And, uh, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> that's a fair assessment. And he's such he's such a like an amateur hour Batman wannabe every time that these three go off on their own. And it's so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um to that end, uh, as we're meeting this crew, he interjects that they ought to go off on their own exploring. But before we get to that, before we get to their exploring, we have um, the walkthrough of the castle and the meeting of, I mean, it's titled Broly. <laughs> we get to meet. Yeah. We get to meet Broly. And this is fantastic. <laughs> Baby Broly is pretty great. He is. Um, I mean, and the voice acting on Broly at this point. I mean, if any of you have seen Bob's Burgers and the voice yeah. acting for Tina, it's 100% channeling <laughs> Tina in the understated, like, kind of whispering mumble kind of thing. What's and it's what's your power level? What's your, power level? what's your power level? Yeah. Oh, power <laughs> levels are going to get discussed a lot, you guys. <laughs> this is this is definitely the point, though. Like in the main show, no one gives a shit about power levels anymore, and this is like the breaking point. It's like everyone else is so far past that, and he's just like, "Why is this idiot kid going on about power levels? We don't care anymore." They they literally <laughs> state that they don't care about it anymore <laughs> in the abridged episode. Like, this isn't a thing that we do anymore. And apparently Broly is also real bad with gender. Uh, because he completely buys into Trunks being a princess and his betrothed now. 
Oh yeah, Vegeta straight up te- <laughs> tells him that the that, that, that yeah. Think of the bloodline, boy. Right. <laughs> you have my blessing. It says you know you two you two can bang. <laughs> is basically the uh, <laughs> what he tells him. He's like, it, yeah. <laughs> and Broly's just Broly is just all in to that idea, like. He just goes right up to Trunks and is just like, your hair looks like lavender and smells like strawberries. <laughs> and it's just like the most awkward, just like, oh, buddy. Just just look at Trunks' pecs in that tank top. Like, <laughs> the animators didn't know this was being made. But they really tried to, like, hammer home the princess uh, Trunks joke. Little bit, yeah. I certainly, I, I certainly agree with that. And then we cut to a scene of Gohan and uh, I can't remember uh, Krillin. There we go, Krillin. Uh, <laughs> going, but he doesn't have a womb. <laughs> and Gohan goes, "I say we investigate. Something fishy's going on around here." And Krillin goes, "I'm not that interested." <laughs> yeah. That's the point where we can, like, touch on animation, because obviously the entire show is done by Toei Animation, and this is the animation for Dragon Ball. But the editing, particularly in this moment, with their eyes, like, just changing exactly the emotion they're conveying through very, very clean editing is just incredible. I've never experienced anything Team Four Star I will tell you now, I'm going to go and look up all the things they've done. Because, damn it, this is amazing. <laughs> it's, okay, I will I will be very upfront and admit right away, the really early stuff in Dragon Ball Z Abridged is rough. Like, bad audio quality, the editing is a lot easier to see where they made their cuts. But now... Now it's gotten so far that in this last arc that they've been doing, they actually had someone go in, recorded all new dialogue to give a character new background and a deeper background, have edited in new sequences into that, that they had an animator come in and make for the show, and it's seamless. Yeah. They do the voice flaps and everything for this, and... If let's say, for example, you haven't already seen this movie before, unless you're looking for it, you do not notice. Yeah, I I'm really curious what the actual movie is. I want to see what they've done with what's probably way too long a movie. Uh, I want to experience the original and shit on it because I'm guaranteeing that this is probably a better quality product than what DBZ delivered us. <laughs> Uh, based on some of the other movies, you're probably right. Um, these movies are not good. I am confident in my assessment that what they have done is more quality work than what the actual Funimation studio has pumped out. At least this one isn't directly stealing a plot from the show, from the arc that the show just did. Because that's what all the other DBZ movies do, is they're like, oh, you just got done fighting Freezer? Well, 
here's Frieza's older brother, Cooler, and he's going to do the exact same plot that we just watched over 30 episodes. Oh, goddamn. I hate the naming convention there. <laughs> oh, uh, Vegeta is uh, has a little brother named uh, Tobble. Vegetable. And uh, Bulma and her whole family are named after underwear. Oh, God damn it, Japan! Their family name is Briefs. Yeah. So, Trunks Briefs. Uh, most of the... Most of the villains are named after food. God damn it, Japan! <laughs> Seriously! Just help me out a little bit! Yeah, there was, a, there was a villain that was supposed to be a really big deal named Garlic Jr. And Pilaf. Uh, yeah, I know about He had henchmen guys. named Salt and Pepper and Cinnamon. Uh, it's the worst. This is real bad. literally like zero effort and we're just going to make a thing. Listen, when you have the cash cow, you just milk it for coins, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm more into artistic integrity. That's me. Oh, actually, uh, that's me personally. Cash Cow is a villain in Super Other Brother, so um, you know, yeah, we can't actually have that left in. Oh, yeah, it's so bad. The problem is that's a joke, but Matt believed me. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy it, man. I would buy it. I've heard some of the names for their current crop of bad guys in Super. It's it's dumb. Yeah. One of them's called Goku Black, and all it is is evil Goku from another timeline. Well, it's better than Goku in Blackface. So, at least we have that. Oh, yeah. There's no Mr. Popo in this episode. You you missed out on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we should probably get back to what's actually happening in the episode, rather than... I mean... Because I think we've talked about the first five minutes. I, I mean... I'm okay with collectively all shitting on Dragon Ball Z because it's bad. The, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities uh, to that show. Like, if you want to evaluate it, honestly, and I don't care, Dragon Ball fans, if we have any out there. No, this show is literally the worst. If you're talking about actual Dragon Ball. They, they don't try real hard. This is just formulaic. Let's just... Through all the episodes, kind of BS. Yeah, I mean, it really is just like our super powerful hero is eventually going to punch his way to victory. Yeah, um, so that's bad. And but <laughs> let's move. We're on. about to meet the best characters. We are. Yep. Oh God, this is okay. While my favorite joke isn't part of this, I love that they do like this whole kink section, and now we're getting into it. So Krillin. Trunks, uh, Gohan, run off to investigate the rest of this planet that has a very Earth-like look. Uh, so as they're flying around, they drop into a mine, I guess? It's, it's the Super Sentai Quarry. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Mount Sentai Quarry. Uh, 100%. Uh, and they meet a race of green-skinned aliens with purple mohawks. These, these guys are, uh, it looks like it's a typical slave situation, right? Right. Like, the guards show up to start whipping them, 
And the uh, the Shemotions don't really respond the way you might expect an enslaved oh, race God, to respond. No. Uh, this is... Okay, favorite joke was earlier, but favorite scene, this is 100% right here, right now. This is what we're having. <laughs> this is happening. So uh, a Shemotion child gets whipped and yells out, Daddy! Oh, Daddy! Yeah. But of course, the, uh, the Saiyan whipping him is called Daddy. So right, it's he, fine. He, he, so he whips he, he, him again. Harder, Daddy. No, that's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Straight up, <laughs> like, hey guys, this, this, uh, this kid is into kink. Like, whip, whip me harder. An older one comes crawling over and is like, no, sir, don't whip him. He's just a child. It's my turn. Whip me. <laughs> I love the idea of an alien race that is super into kink. I love it so much. I love it. Later on, we learned that it's not just two, and the entire race is just super into this. There's like a whole shouting scene where there's like, step on my genitals. Yeah. And and they panic at one point. Oh, we'll get to that. That's down the road. We'll get to it. Yeah. It's great. So because it's this way in the original movie, uh, Gohan decides to interfere. Yep. He sure For does. some reason. <laughs> like he he tackles the guard. <laughs> yeah, and it's important to note, even though it doesn't really demonstrate in this movie at all, but Gohan is the strongest there is. But they don't run away until Krillin does some really bad karate. Right. right. Yeah. He, does, he, he does this whole thing, like, you're going to mess with me? And he's like, you know, uh, the guards are like, you know what? Kink we're into, like, weird, we're out. Like, no, we're done. Fuck this. I'm done. I, I, I'm not messing with weird sex things, apparently, because karate's a weird Slave sex thing. Slave drivers have their limits. They do. Yeah. And after they run away, in the middle of one of Krillin's stupid punches, Goku shows up. Yep. Just like a kind of thing. Yeah. And Krillin... And he's just clocked in the mouth. Yep. Yeah. He's like, and it definitely drops him to the ground, which is impressive. And then he immediately plays it off as just like, no, I totally bit the inside of my cheek. <laughs> Krillin didn't put me on the ground. Yeah, that's nope. not a thing, <laughs> no, guys. No. I mean, he, he swings at a whole other league than, than what I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Krillin's, Krillin's just a jobber. And, and again, like, Trunks is just trying so hard to make people take this crap seriously. And Goku is never going to be the one to do that. <laughs> that's, that's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trunks is yelling out what the audience has known since the beginning that, Oh, this guy who has my dad is evil. Well, like, King Kai had finally, like, stopped Goku from teleporting around talking to all of his past villagers. <laughs> yeah. Finally just like, no, just Goku, yeah. go to New Vegeta. And Goku thinks that this means that there's now a second Vegeta that he can go fight because he's an idiot. Yeah, he's real dumb. He's real dumb. And Trunks has to sit him down and just go, no, no. New Vegeta is a planet, and Goku is so sad. He's like, "Why didn't anybody? Why didn't anybody tell me this before?" Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, oh. 
So I think at this point, like, Vegeta has been shown around his palace and is just like, this is awful. This is the shittiest planet, uh, palace I've ever been to. There's five towers. What am I, mortal? I'm, I'm gonna peace out, like. <laughs> and Goku shows up with this gang and it's like, it's all a fake. You know, this whole place is just a sham. He's like, yeah, have you seen my castle? Uh, yeah, it has six towers. Like a peasant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bitch, I don't have any towers. Oh. That's because you're not truly British. I have at least seven. Oh, that's true. I am just a colonial. Mm, I apologize. Yeah. Mm. The visual joke of me look, turning and looking at my estate does, doesn't work on podcasts. It doesn't. I've explained it, the joke, it, so you guys yeah, know it. you know it. He put on a smoking jacket and had a servant bring him in a nice glass of port while we were doing That's that. That's true, listeners. and the servant was Indian. I mean... who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, calling you out! Calling you out, England! <laughs> oh. Look, we did some stuff and it's still totally acceptable. <laughs> um. <laughs> so our villain is uh, Joe over in England. Uh, no, our villain is now blatantly playing his villain plan hand and just like listen you can be as weird as you want as long as you stay here for like 15 minutes right because because we got a comet coming that's going to destroy this planet (laughs) which is it's not going to get mentioned much at all after they mention it and then when you first see this comet this comet has probably destroyed galaxies all on its own. Mm-hmm. This thing is the size of the Death Star. Pr- pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Vegeta's like, wait, wait, what? I, I, I don't understand kind of thing. It's like, why Why do you hate me? <laughs> he's not even, he's not familiar with the context of why this this villain hates him. So now we get to explain... Why this villain hates him. <laughs> okay, now before we go crazy, we're not going to talk about why Broly goes nuts. We're just talking about Broly's dad. Because uh, Broly is a whole different Broly's thing. Broly's a whole other issue. Uh, Broly's dad was betrayed by Vegeta's dad and maybe kind of murdered a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Because his son is like Saiyan Jesus, except evil. Yeah, the whole thing is that Broly is more powerful than any other Saiyan at birth. So they're going to kill him because he's an affront to King Vegeta, which they're currently about to be destroyed by Frieza, but pride takes place over actual weaponized children. It's very Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the, the line is... um. My son could totally protect Vegeta. Me, my son, or the planet? Yes! <laughs> this is a repeat joke that has been used before, yeah. and it's always funny because whoever answers yes gets blown up for being a smartass. Yeah, so, I mean, we cut to the image of Broly as he is just first born. Because he has a power limit of 10,000. Because power limits are, are a thing child again. child dick. 
Man, yeah. there's a lot of baby dick in this episode. <laughs> which there is a really uncomfortable amount of of that. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't know that I was uncomfortable with baby dick, but this show introduced me to the fact that I was. Uh, so that's new. It's uh, says the father. It's not made much better when the said baby is uh, stabbed repeatedly by King Vegeta to no avail. But that knife is, like, super shitty. It just breaks on him. Right. <laughs> Someone bring me a better knife so I can stab- <gasps> Fuck! We totally forgot about the one of the best cameos. That's true. That's true, Joe. King Vegeta's Grand Vizier is Nappa. Nappa! So, Travis has no context to this. No, but I Nappa don't. is the best character in all of Dragon Ball Z abridged. Okay. Yeah, he's uh he's the character that in the first season is the funniest character around. And this is not the first time we've seen him as Grand Vizier Nappa either, and he gives basically the same advice both times. It's it's Nappa is just the best. Well, you've got a meeting with Frieza. But if you don't kill this baby, we'll have to cancel your six o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> if if you want to know more about Nappa, uh, season one of Dragon Ball Z Abridge, go watch it. Yeah. Go love it. Go quote everything he says. Also the <laughs> basis for uh, the voice actor who voiced uh, General Septum. Oh, man, yeah. Just with more nasal in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much spot on. So the... Uh, because of Broly's incredible power level, uh, they managed to escape planet Vegeta th- by flying through space somehow as it's being exploded. Yep. Fair enough. Broly's dad is dragged away by baby. Pretty much. A few years down the line, he learns that apparently saying a single name triggers his son and causes a galaxy to explode. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. And... I mean, as they're explaining this, Goku is there. And he's like, well, what's the name? Is it Friends? And we get this stu- stupid bit where he's just literally just throwing out random words. Was it non-fat? And, right. Is is this the thing that triggers your son? <laughs> is it diet? <laughs> is it Freezer with an I? <laughs> Why would I tell you? <laughs> Why are you asking this? Like, <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> it's 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 all because Goku has now suddenly realized it's like, oh, there's a strong person here that I can punch. Right. I need to make him a strong person. Yeah. That's that's kind of his MO. So Vegeta is like calling Goku out on his shit using the name he was given, which starts sending Broly into a rage. Yeah, yeah, and and Broly's dad's like, wait, wait, no, 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 don't, don't do this, don't do this, this is a bad idea, kind of thing. And he just keeps, he gives, just keeps spamming the name Kakarot. <laughs> yeah, so while Broly's, like, super powering up, Broly's dad just, like, calls him out and says, like, don't say that. Oh, and lose my pride as a Saiyan by giving, not giving you the name? Even Trunks is just like, just call him Goku. Right. He's yeah. like, but but no, no, no. To to lose my cultural heritage by not calling him out by his his Saiyan name? 
Oh, no. Kind of deal. And eventually, uh, Broly powers up. Like, the captions on this episode call him, in that moment, Triggered Broly, which is just the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes from a kind of scrawny, muscular dude to um, Hulk without the green, I think is probably the best description. He turns into a JoJo character. Your average JoJo character. And okay, there's one thing I need to call out. They have weirdly clear nipples. Like, it's just a circle. <laughs> uh, yep. I I don't know why the staff went with that as a choice when they originally drawing it and coloring this, but weirdly clear nipples. Like, it, no color. No. No distinction. If there's one thing anime is known for, it's showing the places where nipples would be, but not being allowed to show them because of TV. Fair enough, but I mean, it's just a weird choice. <laughs> and uh, we we go through we go through Broly's transformation that somehow managed to turn the entire world negative for a moment, and then back to color. And uh, what we come back to is now at this point in the show, everyone and their dog can basically go Super Saiyan. We see that here in a minute. <laughs> this should not be a big deal. But apparently this is a real big deal to the point that it makes Vegeta lose his goddamn mind. Well, it's not just that. It's because Broly is a legend among Saiyan and he's freaking out about that. And then Broly starts talking. He's so cool, but he's so dumb. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that. I was wondering what you wanted to cover because there's a whole like power up and fight scene, which... Has jokes, but ostensibly is not that worth talking about, or whether you guys want to talk about Broly's uh, reason for hating Kakarot. Here in a second, what I want to point out before we get to that, because that is gold. Um, so he turns into Super Saiyan, and his dad says, he's the legendary Super Saiyan, and Vegeta melts down, and Goku just goes, but why is it kind of green? And his dad just goes, because it's legendary. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's... That's not an adequate answer. <laughs> so, um, as, as we move, like, we have a fight scene, and there's a couple things we'll get to a little bit later in the fight scene that are really great character moments, but, uh... Because this is, it's very much, like, interspersed with his bouts about Broly's character. Fight scene, goofs. Broly's character, fight scene, goofs. Let's talk about Broly. Let's, let's get Broly out of the way. Um... Let's talk about his motivation. So during this whole fight scene, Vegeta is not helping at all. He is in a... Like, he is just completely head over heels in love with Broly because of how powerful he is. Right, he's powerful, but he's kind of douchey. Uh, is the existential crisis that he's having. Yeah. <laughs> and Paragus, Broly's dad, is explaining why the name Kakarot triggers him. Guys, this is real dumb. Yeah, it's so this dumb. This is so stupid. Okay, so so when... Oh, oh God. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. So, a long time ago, uh, back, in a, back in a scene that we've seen many times before... With baby dick. <laughs> yeah, too much baby penis. Uh, baby Broly is laying in this manger. 
This is before he tries to get murdered by King Vegeta. Next to him, in the next pod crib over, is Baby Goku. Or, as he was known then, Baby Kakarot. And you know what? Goku was a little bit of a bitch back then. And he just cried. All the time. Like a lot. Like three hours, you guys. Like three, uh... And apparently, that was enough to psychologically destroy Broly to the point where if anyone says the name Goku... Uh, Kakarot. Kakarot, sorry. <laughs> he becomes unable to speak in full coherent sentences, roids out, and destroys galaxies. Because a toddler cried for three hours near him mm-hmm. this is 100 percent. this is 100 percent storyline right now <laughs> listen i have heard worse villain motivations than this really yeah I, but he, uh... oh matt you want to talk about part five of jojo's that we didn't get to cover no let's talk about shitty villain motivations <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I understand Vegeta at this point, because it's like, he's so cool, but he's so damn dumb. Right. Yep. Right. He's literally a giant baby. Yes. This is 100% a conversation that's had. Ugh. During this huge fight where everyone's getting their ass kicked, Gohan is about to be murdered until... Oh man! The best dad shows up. Oh, oh, and it's not just that. It's that Gohan sees this energy blast from Broly coming at his face, and he just goes, Piccolo, help! And from across a universe, Piccolo shows up and saves him and holds him like a child and, like, feeds him a sensu bean, asks if he wants a juice box, and asks if he got into that school he wanted because Piccolo is the best dad. <laughs> it's just so good. Both in Dragon Ball Z abridged and the actual show, Piccolo is best dad. Goku is utterly incapable of being a father to anyone ever. <laughs> and Piccolo, like, kidnapped Gohan way back to train him to be his, like, lackey. And somehow has just, like, Stockholm syndromed himself into being Gohan's father. <laughs> that seems like an accurate description. And this whole, like, Piccolo help motif has been running through the movies as a joke, to the point where, like, in the chronologically last movie, he just says, he knows he's about to get punched, and he's just like, he stops and is like, I wonder if this works. And he just goes, Piccolo help? And a glacier explodes from nowhere, and Piccolo flies out of it. Like, this whole thing is not new. Piccolo now apparently has the power of a god to just be wherever Gohan yeah. is whenever he <laughs> needs him. It's the best. <laughs> For Piccolo, there ain't no mountain high enough. Because he'll blow it up. Ain't no river deep enough. Because he'll blow ain't it up. Ain't no valley low enough. Because he blew it up. <laughs> to keep him from getting to Gohan. <laughs> oh, there, there's a there's a serious man crush going on. <laughs> it's uh, listen, Piccolo is the best. And he does not get treated with enough respect in this in this series. Um so 
Piccolo shows up, and now we get, I think, what is, I think, the best scene in the entire movie, when there's four people surrounding Broly, and then Goku and Piccolo charge him, and they're going in for this super epic, like, throwdown, and all the sound effects and music cut out, except for the sound of Goku and Piccolo just going, <clears throat> and, like, yeah, slap fight. Yeah, slap, slap fight soundtrack. It's and so Broly's good. just, like, not really moving. He's just standing there while they flail. See, now, that that's not the best scene for me. Like, I laughed harder at Safe Word joke that, that we're coming up okay. to, but... Oh, oh, we're coming up to that one. Yeah, but... Also, we did forget, because it's in my notes, when Trunks turns Super Saiyan... Oh, yes. His jacket just, like, breaks off. He's like, oh, I only ha- ever had one jacket. <laughs> Mom's gonna be so mad at me. And it's... The instant he does that, and, like, Trunks goes Super Saiyan, Broly looks at him and just goes, Princess Trunks. And Trunks looks at Goku and just goes, Goku, get me off this planet right now. It's a transmission me and gets punched through a mountain. Right, I, I'm not comfortable, I'm not comfortable. Abort, abort. It's it's pretty great. It's it leads up to this whole area of just like Broly just building up to basically just slapping down every single character in this movie, including the Shemotions, because they show up. Oh god. Krill has rounded up all the Shemotions to jump in this capsule that they arrived in so that they can just peace out. So this super strong buff dude shows up in front of the Shemotions. Krillin says to Goku, like, Goku, I brought all the Shemotions. And Goku goes, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do this? Strong point. Strong point. (laughs) This is not a good decision. Except the Shemotions are way into a buff, muscly dude laying the smack down on people crushing them like step on my genitals um yeah <laughs> there's like some other really good bits but then Broly's just like okay i'll give you the true punishment you deserve i'm gonna destroy your planet wait what's our safe word <laughs> what's our safe word it, it, is it banana no 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 it, it's it's pineapple no 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 it's not a fruit it's a vegetable <laughs> It's broccoli! It's broccoli! As Old Man steps up with broccoli as their safe word, um, you watch Broly just lob this energy thing that just decimates their planet, just gone in a flash. And they're like, why don't we remember the safe word? And he's like, it was lost to to time, my child. Oh, the kink aliens are the best. I love them so much. <laughs> oh, and they get a good they get a good moment at the end too. So So this whole time Broly's dad is about to escape the planet in a one man pod. Yeah, Broly has just been laying waste to everybody and loses his ability to say other words besides Kakarot. Like, it comes out of nowhere. Basically he just messes up the word and his dad goes oh i'm just going to magically know that he can't say anything else and i'm gonna leave now straight up he goes pokemon uh <laughs> like where he just can say this one thing and we just need inflection to to determine what the fuck is going on with his one word sentences <laughs> yeah 
It's, uh, so his dad gets into this pod and Broly just walks over and is like, Kakarot? Kakarot. He's like, oh yeah, son, I, I'm just preparing this, this pod so that we can get off the planet before the meteor hits. Kakarot? Uh, I, 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 I know it's a, a one word, uh, a one person, uh, uh pod, but y- you know, it's okay. <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> And so Broly just picks it up, crushes it, and throws it into the meteor that we have not seen before this moment and is definitely the size of Jupiter, about to crash into this planet. Why has this not been a thing? If it's only as small as a like very popular high school girl, I don't know why we need to be worried about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm happy with that joke. So disappointed. Shut up, oh. you two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're going to judge you so hard for what you did. So uh, everyone else is beat up, and Goku decides that now he's finally had a good fight, and he's ready to be the superhero again. And he's just like, all right, I'm done. I'm bored now. I'm going to go punch him and end this. Everyone, lend me your power. Yeah, and like we have a whole scene where everybody's like, okay, yeah, I'm in. And, like, Vegeta's going, I would literally rather be kicked in a in the dick a thousand more times. So he's been kicked into the <laughs> dick a thousand times. That's what we've established. Oh, it was a, it was giant metal robots that kicked him in the dick over and over again. Okay, well, I haven't seen the other episodes, so, uh, I mean, we've established in, in canon that he's been kicked in the dick a thousand times. This, this moment is actually a... Uh, it's a callback to every other movie. It's like, one person's just like, I would rather deal with Garlic Jr. from the first movie. Right. One's like, mm-hmm. I would rather deal with Wheelow from the second movie. Goku's just like, I would rather deal with, uh, Goku wants Wheelow. Trunk, Trunks doesn't do anything. I don't, no, Trunks wants more Android from the seventh movie. And Gohan wants, uh, yeah, well, it's Turles from uh, the Tree of Might movie that's really stupid. And uh, Vegeta would rather be kicked in the dick, which is a reference to um, the Freezer or the Cooler Returns movie. So they're just like calling out all these other movies, which leads into a joke later again. But Goku's like, all right, fine. I'm just going to go punch him like I could have done from the very beginning and deal with this. Uh, I'll, I'll end it in one punch. Everybody lends your, your, you my power. No, no, he'll finish it in one punch, man. Call back to our first ever episode. Yeah, one punch, man, was our first episode, <laughs> and he he straight up... <laughs> oh, man, I need to watch more of that series, because I think there's an interesting journey there. <laughs> it's, it's good as hell. Well, if all he has to do is punch once. Yeah, Goku flies in punches Broly in the stomach and just goes, say my name. (laughs) And then Broly explodes like, I don't know, something real dumb. Yeah. Like parts of him fall off and explode. And it's why? Yeah. I don't. There was a horror movie, a real bad horror movie, and it had a witch in it. And at the very end, like, they caught her in headlights, and she floated into the sky and exploded like the Death Star. 
And I feel like that's what's happening here. Man, I don't I don't want to watch that horror movie. It seems like very <laughs> It's real bad. And not not in that like, oh, this is a fun bad movie way. Yeah. But just real bad. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's an anime comparison I can make where our hero powers up and for no good reason defeats the villain. Um JJ's Bizarre Adventure, something <laughs> like that. You know, Dio goes out like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Spearwatch. If I remember from that one episode of that other podcast you did, doesn't one of those guys basically just get the power to punch time until it stops moving? That's That sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless... Goku solves his problem like he always does and punches it away. And the planet gets eaten by glowing space Jupiter. And then the Shemotions come back. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's real tight and they love it. They just transport it into the pod and why is one of them grinding against me? Oh, kink aliens, I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> they're, they're the best thing in this entire movie. They really are. <laughs> did y'all did y'all listen to the uh, did y'all listen to the Broly song over the oh, end credits? Oh, oh yeah, we we I certainly did. I don't know about Joe, mm-hmm. but like, oh man, that's some DVDA style like just narration song bullshit. That's funny and fantastic. Uh, Broly power maximum. <laughs> 100%. The end credits are pretty great, too. Like, the, the stinger they tag onto this episode is uh, Goku trying to sneak Gohan back into the house without Chi-Chi catching him. Pretty great, because we turn out that, hey, Gohan's day wasn't totally ruined. He got into that school. And Chi-Chi wants a divorce, which sounds delicious. Yes, <laughs> I'm hungry, too. Because Goku is a dummy. Yeah, real bad. Chi-Chi deserves way better. <laughs> uh, listen, I I lost a lot of sympathy for Chi-Chi in, uh, in a few recent episodes when when she learned that there was only one week left for Earth to be alive. She basically demanded that Goku get her pregnant again mm-hmm. <laughs> and led to a whole ongoing joke of them, of her just forcing him to have sex as many times as possible. And within about two days, she was pregnant and able to tell on a pregnancy test because Saiyan? Sure. That's that's how aliens work. Okay, so let's put you in the position of your partner is never at home. And you have one week until the Earth ends? Like, what are you going to do with that? What you're working on then at that point is Dickens, and I'm not talking about the author. We get Goten out of this, and that just leads to just, I'm sure, will be some fun times in the abridging world later. Someday. Goten and Goten and Baby Trunks will probably be real fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Because Goten is just Baby Goku. Yeah. Yeah, that seems pretty much accurate. <laughs> so, and that that was pretty much the episode. So, yeah. I, I, I loved it. Uh, this is my first experience with uh, abridged episodes, and if this is what they're all like, fuck yes. This was amazing. The <laughs> most high-profile abridging 
it's not company, but like source. Let's go with that. Okay. They they do a couple other abridging things. Uh, there's like they do an ongoing sort of semi regular Halloween special of a different show. Uh, they did a one off April Fools of the Digimon, the first Digimon movie, oh. uh, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, Digimon! They've they've worked with uh, some people. They've promoted people that do like an abridged of Sword Art Online. Ugh. It was really funny to me, not knowing at all what the actual source material was. So. <laughs> and I know they've also worked with someone who does like a Yu-Gi-Oh abridged and a Pokemon abridged. Yeah, so. little little Karibo, who is uh, absolutely incredible, does the Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, and for a while did a Naruto abridged. Yeah, there's there's some good quality stuff out there, and seriously, you can put on DBZ abridged just in the background if you need some background noise put it on let it run there's a whole playlist of literally all of them and it's it's in the right order so you start at number one and just roll through you can let it play in the background it's good just the audio is funny all on its own and i mean like they do a great job with the editing to make sure it all flows but it's just great fun and really funny and there are uh seven other movies you can go Watch as well. Uh, this is the longest. This is a half hour. It's the longest one. Some of them aren't the greatest quality, and some of them, the movie doesn't leave them a lot of room to work with, but they edge out quality material anyways. It's just like an incredible super team of comedic writers and like great voice actors. And they've obviously been able to pull in like other work, but even just starting yeah. out, these guys are incredible. And and they they do like they have a streaming channel now. Um, they have just recently gone through every Kingdom Hearts game, uh, which has been my only source of Kingdom Hearts knowledge, which is probably real bad. And I'm <laughs> waiting for someone to correct that. But you know, it, well, whatever. First, you you ought to play the games. That seems like the logical first step. That's that's an expensive proposition nowadays, though. Right, I get it. I just want to go play Chrono Trigger again, and then I'll yeah. be fine. Oh, buddy. I'm I'm so there with you. I, I think I've owned Chrono Trigger in every version of release it's had. Nice. And I still just... I wish I had kept my Super Nintendo cartridge, because that could buy me a round-trip ticket to Europe and back a few times over from the UK. So... Wow. I wish I still had that, but I don't, and I'm very sad. Um... Yeah, go go watch uh, go watch more of the Team Four Star stuff. They're real good. I one hundred percent support you in that. I, I mean, it was great. I love everything about what has happened and what I have viewed. There are other great abridges out there. Uh, Octopimp, who does fifty percent off, which is an abridging of Free, the show where. Totally not gay dudes swim together. Uh, and also Yowie on the Rocks, which is a Yuri on Ice abridged. Oh my. Oh, oh gosh. Oh man. There's like one episode, but it's it's really good. I know there's a Sailor Moon abridged out there. <laughs> That's not bad. Like it seems real funny. Someone someone should probably readdress that one because I feel like there's a lot of material there. Yeah. There's also a Gigguk who does several abridged series, but the most prominent one is a abridged of the 
three rebuild of Ava movies, which are incredibly funny. Nice. So that's me recommending things. Yeah. Um. I mean, now that we're at the point that we're recommending things, I think that we're done with the episode. <laughs> that being said, Matt, are you ready? Oh, yes. Next time on WTF Anime. Now, listen, I understand that a very important precedent was set recently. No, no, no. Uh, where, where Jake Mason, um, my, my pod father, uh, has, uh, has set a really, 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 I want to say high bar, but I feel like that's the wrong direction. <laughs> that's 100% correct. <laughs> um, but he also set the standard of, well, you don't necessarily have to have watched whatever you want to suggest next, um, which is something that I'm 50% taking advantage of. Okay. Uh, now, parting the curtain a little bit, I did give Joe a choice. Without any context, I said, do you want the original series or the abridgment of a series for me to recommend, and he chose the original. Uh, that said, once I tell you the name of this, I am also going to recommend you go watch the abridged one as well, because it's funny as hell. Uh, you will go to hell if you laugh at it, but it's real funny. Um, I'm going to put forward that you guys watch Helsing Ultimate, Episode 4. I got really worried, and, um... I'm super fucking glad that we get to do Helsing Ultimate. Oh man! Now I've seen some episodes of I, I've seen some Helsing before, so like I'm kind of pumped for this. <laughs> Helsing Ultimate is the higher budget, newer, completely goes through what the manga is. So it's the writer's original vision, and the episodes are forty minutes long. You get a lot of shit in those minutes. Oh man, like I'm I'm pumped for your suggestion and that never happens. Like this is a WTF anime first is what you've done here. There's been a lot of firsts here. We've got abridgment, we've got you as a guest. So why not blaze that trail? You are the guy that does things that are first. I'll I'll take that and I will wave I will carry that flag proudly. I will say like like I said, I've never seen the original I have watched the abridgment that Team Four Star does a bunch, and Episode Four as my personal favorite villain out of everyone so far in Rip Van Winkle. All it's right. fantastic. Well, all right. I, I, I have no context for this shit, so uh, I guess at that point, uh, I, we're on to business. So... Let's get on to business. So, uh, first up in business is, if you would like to follow the show on Twitter, we are at WTF Anime. And if you would like to email us, we're on WTF Anime Show at gmail.com. Uh, please use those to send in recommendations of shows that I can show Travis, because uh, between uh, the month of him getting to pick what he watches, like, Dragon Ball Z abridged and Helsing. He's had it far too good. I need uh, I need suggestions on how I can punish him. <laughs> oh man! And also, yeah. if you would like to come on as a guest, much like Matt, 
Um, you can use either of those routes to hit us up. And I'm always on Twitter at the Joe Hadfield. And uh, my special shout out this week is we have had people watching, uh, rather listening to our show and doing live tweets. That is at WTF Anime Show. Uh, as of recording, check out Alan Sell's Twitter because uh, he's watching Future Diary and it's real bad. And uh, if you have broken that poor man, <laughs> so good. How dare you? It's so good though. This is probably going to come out after he's finished watching all of it. If he survives that long, yeah, that man's probably dead. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations. R.I.P. Uh, Alan Joe Sells. has killed Alan Sells. Nope. I claim no responsibility. I told him to watch the first episode. He messed with with things that man was not meant to know. I mean, he's a literal Lovecraft character at this point. I was a different man before I watched all of Future Diary. Oh. Alan, it was good knowing you, buddy. I hope you're I hope you're in a happier place. Yeah. That being said, uh, if you want to tweet at me, you can reach me at, at Dice Lobber, which is D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And now's the time when, Matt, you get to pimp yourself and all your things. So let's go, man. Whoo! Oh, boy. Um, if you've heard me on any of the other shows I've guested on, uh, this is not going to be any higher quality than it was over there because I still don't really ever have to do this. I recorded one bumper one time for my my shows, and I leave it alone and just reuse that forever. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Matt Hoadley. You can follow uh, Fistral Wild, my pop culture interview show um, that Joe has been on and Travis is going to be on, at Fistral. You can follow uh, Hard Reboot, my show that I do with Alan Sells, who is now unfortunately dead, and Jake Mason. Um, that's at Rebootcast, and that's the show where we go in and we take a public domain property and we spin a modern reboot on it. Anyway, that's that's where you can find me. Uh, that's all that's currently available. All right, and I think at that point, uh, we're done, guys. Uh, we covered it, so bye. 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 bye.